0: Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch? The show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and... David Dirks. And it's NBA playoff time. We haven't talked about it yet, but the first series is underway for all of the 16 playoff teams. And we're going to be doing something a little different. We're going to be talking about movies in the NBA together. I have written down movie comparisons for each playoff team to kind of try and help explain... What this team is like to people who maybe don't follow sports David and I are going to talk through these comparisons And then talk a little bit about the series themselves And maybe, well probably at the end of this episode I'm sure we'll just predict who we think is going to win the finals Um, Even though both of us don't really know a whole lot about what's going on Because quite frankly, it's really hard to care about an 82 game season in the NBA at this point So, there's that But, moving comparisons for NBA playoff teams It's coming up All right, let's move on to the West. I took way too long in the East. I'm going to try to go quicker in the West, I promise. Let's do let's do the 1-8 right now, which is okay. the game that is actually happening live as we speak. Current update, the Nuggets are up three with eight minutes left in the second quarter. Mm. So Nuggets and Timberwolves. Nuggets, one seed, Timberwolves, eight seed. The Nuggets, I put Joker. This is obvious, all right? It's mm. Jokic. Um, and it's Jokic is the Joker, and it's his nickname, and you could say, I'm done there. But, but what I really wanted to say is they're relying, the all of this movie's quality relies on a stellar performance from one person. And if that person's performance is not out of this world, Oscar worthy, this movie is going to fall incredibly flat, and it will still fall incredibly flat for some people. That is what the Joker was. And that's what the Nuggets series is. The Nuggets need Jokic to be playing at his MVP caliber. I am a sinner, averaging a triple double. You know, he, they need him to do that in order for them to have a chance in games. And they're beating up on a far inferior opponent right now. But when they when they run up against a better team, I just don't trust their other guys. I I don't trust who they have. And Lady Gaga is not walking down that tunnel. The sequel's not coming yet, which is. A, Reportedly, a musical, David. Which are you excited about that? The Joker sequels a musical with Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn.
1: I'd give it a chance because I feel like done right, it could be like a creepy, like this is kind of cool. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, Lady Gaga. It's but it could be yeah. cringe too. You know, like there's a fine line. Hundred percent.
0: Hundred percent. And I think, I think for me, for me, I can recognize the greatness of the one performance. Without caring about the rest of the parts, and thinking that some the rest of the parts don't even really work for me, and that's how I feel about the Nuggets too. Um, I feel the same way. I feel I feel like it's, I witness greatness whenever I'm watching what Jokic is doing, and the rest of it, you can you can give or take because sometimes it's great, sometimes it's it's that bathroom sequence in 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 Joker mm. where the where the music hits and the dance starts, and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. The score is immaculate and that's that's when michael porter jr decides to score 25 points on 12 shots and you're like this is fantastic and then the other time is when michael porter jr re-aggravates one of the eleven thousand injuries which is how i felt having to watch any of the romance scenes with zazie beats it's just like can you just get this out away from my vision because i don't like it um yeah yeah, so so that's how I feel.
1: So you don't think, um, of course, it's kind of hard to base this team off of again this Timberwolves series just because the Timberwolves just maybe I'm not saying they're bad; they're, they're just not as Timberwolves good. are terrible. You don't think Jokic can have an off night, but Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Christian Braun,
0: like be able to do enough to to win think- like a tough game, you know? I think that maybe you could do that in a first-round or second-round series. I don't think you could do that in whatever team you play in the conference finals. That's true. I, this is a team it's True. It, and, and, it, and it's kind of similar to the Warriors team last year. I don't think—it doesn't have the championship pedigree, but the Warriors couldn't really survive a game in which Steph Curry didn't play well. And Absolutely. so he had to play well pretty much the entire time. And, and I think— and that, he did. This is, yeah, and I think that this is the same way. So the Nuggets could go far. But also, I see a scenario where if Jokic has a little bit of an off night, or not even an off night, if he just doesn't do something inc- incredible, if he is not just a top five player in the league, if he's maybe, unfortunately, the seventh best, plays like he's the seventh best player in the league one one game, I think they lose. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the Nuggets for me.
1: And then uh, we, we we're probably assuming that – oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm I'm jumping the gun. You Go ahead and do Timberwolves.
0: That's my bad. Yeah, well, so the Nuggets are going to win, right? But the Timberwolves are yeah. John Carter. And, and because <laughs> I have – I don't know if you – David, have you seen John Carter? I didn't even look to check. Have you seen this movie? This is just a weird factoid. For some reason, this
1: was, like, always on FX. So growing up, my dad would turn this on. I think I've seen this movie, like – Eight or
0: nine times, just because it's on TV, and we're like, "Yeah, we're watching John Carter." That's absolutely insane. So, John Carter is often considered the biggest box office bomb of all time. Disney pumped hundreds of millions of dollars into this film that stars Taylor Kitsch, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not good. It's it's yep. it's based on a novel about a warrior that goes to Mars and stuff ensues. I don't even remember what happens in the movie. And that's you know, you know who else leveraged their future with millions upon millions of dollars and it never had a chance of being good. That would be the Timberwolves who traded away an unbelievable amount of assets to get Rudy Gobert who then punched Kyle Anderson in a play in game and was suspended or right before a play in game and was suspended. Yeah. And Rudy yep. Gobert is not likable. I I cannot believe this is in the moment everybody said this trade is terrible. It was an indefensible trade in the moment. And it's only gotten worse. So here's what here's what happened. The Timberwolves received Rudy Gobert in this trade with the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz received Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro. Bull Morrow, who I don't know, Walker Kessler, who was the number 22 pick in the 2022 draft, Jared Vanderbilt, and you're thinking, okay, so what? Uh, of those players, I've maybe heard of the first two, and maybe Walker Kessler, if I paid attention to college basketball. Patrick Beverly doesn't even play for the Utah Jazz anymore, so you're fine, right? Except they also sent the 2023 first round pick, the 2025 first round pick, a pick swap in 2026, which means they trade picks that year, the 2027 first round pick, and the 2029 first round pick. You might be thinking that's not a big deal, except that the Timberwolves are not good. And the Timberwolves are an Anthony Edwards injury away from being a lottery team, except If it happens in 2025, 2026, 2027, or 2029, if in any of those years they're bad, it doesn't matter. Those picks aren't lottery protected. They have to give them to the Utah Jazz. They leverage their whole future to get swept in the first round of the playoffs. They spent millions of dollars to get one guy to get swept in the first round of playoffs. Disney spent hundreds of millions of dollars on one movie starring Taylor Kitsch to lose four hundred million dollars when it went into theaters. John Carter, Minnesota. Bro, Tables. is this is this the worst trade of all time? It's it's looking it's it's almost yes. It's almost already a yes. I mean, there's been other bad ones. The way the Celtics fleeced the Brooklyn Nets whenever they traded like Garnett and Pierce, who are no longer good to the Nets, and got back like four quadrillion picks that turned into Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and a bunch of other assets and Marcus Smart. So that was tough. Um, There's also the original KG trade, which um, sent KG to Boston and the Timberwolves got back nothing. Um, Timberwolves not good at this. And then one of the more famous examples was the Grizzlies Lakers trade that sent Pau Gasol to the Lakers which ended up actually turning into Marcus Gasol for the Grizzlies, so it's not terrible. But the bad thing about that is that the Lakers or the the Grizzlies could have got a much better deal from any other team, but they didn't let anybody else know they were shopping around. Pal Gasol, they only contacted the Lakers about it, which was sketchy. Which is weird at best. Yeah. That's... So, so yeah. I mean, but it's it's already almost an all time terrible trade. It is. It's in the top five already without yeah. without anything else happening. One this comparatively this does really, this comparison for movie wise does work really well. Uh, the budget
1: for this John Carter movie was estimated two hundred and fifty million dollars, which is what Marvel is currently spending on their big budget uh, superhero movies. Opening yep. weekend thirty million. Yep. Yep. Negative two two hundred twenty million, maybe even more than that. Uh, right, uh, but yeah, with that's marketing, rough. that's with marketing,
0: you normally have to add half. So it, they they think that Disney spent well over four hundred million dollars on that movie. And it didn't even come close to making back even half of its money. 11
1: years later, it's grossed $284 million. So it's still not like, they're still like losing money on that. That's yeah, insane. Absolutely.
0: It's terrible. It was a terrible wow. decision. for them. And it's going to hurt them. A- that's crazy. Because that- in
1: the future, bro, they're going to be, yeah, that's good.
0: I told you, I worked for hours on this. So I was really trying. And I- I- we've already been over it. Nuggets are going to win. All right, let's move yep. on to the next one. Grizzlies at Lakers. grizzlies are the live action version of avatar the last airbender you know why because everybody hates this everybody hates this movie and everybody hates that team because john morant does dumb stuff off the court which happens that's fine but dylan brooks is single-handedly the most annoying nba player on the planet talking trash to lebron and Then uh, directly after that, first of all, they never talk when they're up or when they're down. They're only talking trash when they're up. Everybody's tough when they up. That's that's the saying. Everybody knows it. The Grizzlies are the epitome of that. An anonymous NBA player even said that in an athletic piece earlier this week. But they had a record-setting terrible quarter, first quarter. They broke the record for worst first quarter by a playoff team ever. In their last game against the Lakers, right after they talked a bunch of trash, right after Dylan Brooks was saying that he doesn't respect LeBron because LeBron hasn't dropped 40 on him and he wants to play LeBron when he was on the Cavs and when he was on the Heat because that's when he was good and he's no longer good, which is just, you're saying that to, okay, so I don't, I don't like LeBron James. I'm not a LeBron James guy. I'm also not Skip Bayless, where I think that LeBron James isn't a top-five player of all time. LeBron James is the second-greatest basketball player of all time, and he makes a case for being the greatest basketball player of all time. I don't like him because he was always the team that we had to get through. He was the person that we had to get through. It was LeBron in the East every time for the Warriors, so that's why I don't like him. It's fine, but I respect that LeBron is amazing, and I would never say something along the lines of LeBron is a bum, which is exactly what Dylan Brooks, an NBA player, said. It's insane. It's crazy. He's played him too, and he still said that. It's not some like Twitter dude, like, yeah, I, yeah. And and also, I think this comparison works because David, tell me how you feel about M Night Shyamalan as a director, just just for a little bit, just thirty seconds.
1: Um,
0: I you know,
1: girl, <laughs> growing up, I liked him. I was like, these are pretty good movies. But as I've grown to watch like a lot more movies, a lot more directors, seeing just a more variety, um. I still enjoy him, but I've come to realize like he kind of has a lot of the similar things. Doesn't make, you know, movies that are that different from each other. And if I'm choosing between, you know, a couple of movies on a movie night, honestly, I, I tend myself to choose another one. That's not an M. Night Shyamalan movie, just because like, I've seen that movie and it's like, okay, I've seen it, right. but I'd rather, I'd rather rewatch um, mm-hmm. Godfather or I, I'd rather, rather rewatch Inception because I'm sorry, the village. I don't know
0: if I want to see that again. Kind of thing. Right. Right. So, so the Grizzlies are a team that for a while everybody's like, I like the Grizzlies. John Moran's really fun to watch. And, you know, this is good. And then you start to learn more about it and you start to watch more of them play and the way that they act and the way that they talk and the way that they do everything. And you just kinda start to not wanna not wanna watch anymore. And you kind of kind of want to root against them. And I don't want to root. I don't root against M. Night Shyamalan as a director. But what I will say is I don't get excited for his movies because I know a couple of things are always coming. Just like I know a couple of things are always coming in Grizzly Games. They're going to talk a lot of trash. John Moran is going to run around and say parade inside my city. Yeah. If we're if they win and if they lose, they're going to decline to do interviews. They're going to complain. They're going to whine and they're not going to do anything. And you know what? I know every time I'm going into an M. Night Shyamalan movie about With about 25 minutes left, he's going to try to drop some unbelievable plot twist on me that probably doesn't even make sense within the story of the film, and I'm just supposed to be shocked by that. At this point, I'm not shocked by it, and I'm kind of tired of it. And also, even people that like the Grizzlies cannot defend Dylan Brooks' actions. Even people that like M. Night Shyamalan cannot defend Avatar The Last Airbender. It's one of the worst-reviewed movies in film history. It's also one of the most reviled adaptations of other source material. The Avatar that's The Last good. Airbender yep. series is one, is maybe the most beloved animated television show ever yep. by adults and children alike. I have not seen it. David has, and I know David loves it. I know David yeah. does not love this movie, doesn't even like it, probably would never even consider giving it a shot again. And I think that's how a lot of people feel about The Grizzlies right now. So,
1: Nope, I, That. Pretty good comparison. I what's funny is you you know this. Um in college, obviously you being a big Warriors fan, and that was kind of the 18, 19, 19, like the Warriors when we first got to college, it's like, yep, they're the they're the pedigree, they're the standard of basketball. Mm-hmm. So I was like, All right, we're watching a lot of basketball. I've said I was gonna do this for a long time. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna pick an NBA team. Um pick a team to watch. You know, you gotta try to get connected somehow. And I, I chose the Grizzlies. This was actually the year before they dropped to Ja Morant. I was like, Grizzlies are like 500. They're pretty, they're okay. And they're um, close.
0: They were close geographically yeah. too.
1: And they're close to me. I'm like, okay, I'm not just hopping on a bandwagon, but like I could see potential. Chose the Grizzlies. And I saw Jaw's run in March Madness at Marquette. I'm like, all right, this dude's a stud. Um, and I, I've tried before the, even like just before this year, I was like, it's just tough to like get connected to a team. But even after this year, and seeing what's happened, I've been mean, like, yeah, nah. It's not worth it. Because, like, I didn't think I could dislike a player more than Patrick Beverly, and Dylan Brooks has somehow jumped his way, skipped his way, Absolutely. hopscotched his way to number one on that list. And, uh,
0: yeah, it's just tough to cheer for that team. Dylan Brooks is more hated than Draymond Green, and that's 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 nuts. Because Draymond Green yeah. is is so hateable. and I yeah. don't even like Draymond Green. He's on my team, but... I would say Dylan Uh, Brooks is number one most hated player in the league right now.
1: You mentioned that historic first quarter.
0: They were down 35 to nine at the end of the first quarter, which is just didn't even reach double digits. It's the largest deficit in the first quarter in playoff history. Wow. So There's that for you. Um, And speaking of the team that did that to him, the Lakers, the Lakers are the equalizer. This is the easiest comparison I had to make. LeBron James is Denzel Washington. This isn't his best, Right. But you're still going to watch because it's entertaining. And you're still going to watch and beat up the bad guys because it's fun. And you're going to see flashes of, oh my gosh, there he is. That's training day, Denzel. That's Miami Heat, mm. LeBron. I just saw it. like mm. He just had the burst of speed. And that was amazing. And look at that pass. That was great. And I'm going to continue to watch this. And I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to still sit there and say, this isn't great. This team is not great. This movie is not great. But the the one guy that I want to watch still is. And that's fine with me. And that's that's the way I feel about... LeBron right now. And I don't even really like him, but I can appreciate every time that I watch him that he's probably going to play great. He's going to do some amazing things. Uh, But the team that he has has no shot at this point of really, really going that far. They're kind of lucked out with the John Morant injury helping them. And then all of the just negative energy from the Grizzlies are helping them. I think if they're playing the Kings, I think if they're playing the Suns, I think if they're playing the Nuggets, this is a much different series. So mm-hmm. I, I, you can respect what this team is doing. You can respect that Denzel Washington is in this Equalizer movie. You can watch it and you can like it, but it's nowhere near what it was, and it's not Oscar worthy. It's not championship caliber for LeBron. So,
1: mm. yeah, that's
0: good. That's good. Um, yeah, it's
1: crazy. Jaw dropped forty five points this last game, and they still lost. Um, which kind of leads us by a to, lot to, yeah. too
0: kind of leads us to this I-, I think lakers win this series oh yeah i do too i think that they have the momentum right now i think that they are in the grizzlies heads um clearly and they already took a game from the grizzlies in memphis they took game one before a bunch of this tra- talk even started and yeah, now that huge. just i mean the staples not staples center damn it crypto.com <laughs> arena was rattling the Grizzlies. Uh, they were rattled at the start of that yeah. game. And that's not gonna yeah. go away. They're gonna keep, they're gonna play over and over again the Dylan Brooks comments, and they're yeah. gonna pull up that graphic yeah. that said, You're not that guy, pal, that the Lakers had on their broadcast. That yeah, the, the disparities between Dylan Brooks and LeBron James. And they're gonna keep doing that. And I'm here for it. And I think it's gonna give you enough to carry them. Do I think they're gonna get any further? No. But it's gonna be fun right now. It's it's insane what Anthony Davis does when he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Except you know that's coming. Well, <laughs> you can just feel it. That's true. Well, because this game, winner of Kings Warriors
1: plays the winner of this series, right?
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure that that. Again.
1: Um, I saw Nick Wright tweeting about it, and I think he uh, mentioned that they would mat they would match up. Yes,
0: yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So and so, I don't think. I, the way that the both the Warriors and the Kings are playing, I don't think the Lakers can, can beat either one of those teams. Which mm. No, that's good. For, both think, of those good comparisons. Thank you for mentioning that, David. Warriors-Kings, because that's next. Uh, mm. The Sacramento Kings are the three seed. You know who they are? They're the movie Lady Bird. David, can you tell me what city Lady Bird is set in? Sacramento. Yes, it is. <laughs> yep. And the, it kind of... Coming out of nowhere, except it's not, right? You saw the bones of what Lady Ooh. Bird could be early on in the future. Her partnership with Noah Baumbach, Greta Gerwig, was in a lot of movies. You, you, you knew this could possibly be something special. And then Saoirse Ronan, same thing. She, she'd been in previous films. Child Actress was in Atonement. She was in Hannah. Um, and she was kind of like the next big thing, which is how De'Aaron Fox has been playing all year. And then it explodes and she all of a sudden is this this female director actor combo is in a place where we haven't really seen seen them before seen a, seen a team like them before and the kings are the same way they haven't they haven't been to the playoffs um in the majority of my lifetime before this i think i was four the last time the kings were in the playoffs and they're in it again they have the longest playoff drought of any major four sports team in the us and they made it back, but they didn't just make it back. They didn't just whimper in as an eight seed. They're here to compete. Mm. They're here to contend. They're a good mm. team. Unfortunately for them, they probably got the best lower the best five or lower seed they're playing against right now. They're playing against the defending champs, and that's tough. But they're still a really good team, and they still have a lot a lot of promise. And also Sacramento, which is Lady Bird Sacramento. Yeah. So, um, and. It's, it, it's a team I love to watch play, despite, you know, my kind of animosity towards Sabonis. If they weren't playing the Warriors, I would just be rooting for the Kings, like genuinely, because they're so much fun to watch. Jaron Fox, he's so clutch. Malik Monk has every other game. It seems like he just can't miss a shot, you mm-hmm. know. Like the beam, it's a great story. People love it. And I think that's the way Lady Bird was received too because everybody thought, oh, here comes this quirky coming of age comedy. Oh my God, this movie's competing for Oscars because Sir Sharon is changing the game and Greta Gerwig's a fantastic director. And uh, you'll want to see what they do in the future. And I think the Kings are like that because if they can keep this young core together, if they can keep Sabonis and Monk and Fox and Keegan Murray, which they will be able to after this season. They could do even better things. They could drop Little Women next year. So pretty good no i like that because it's like
1: oh, i'm just even trying to think it's it's not like a you mentioned this they didn't limp into the playoffs just like lady bird wasn't like okay for the first for their first couple movies that's, she did, that's not her first one that's but her, like that was pretty I, it's good her, it,
0: it, it's her first directed movie but yeah it's yeah her,
1: but it, no it was like a this is a good movie it's her first movie and this is this competes you know and uh We're excited to see what's next, you know. And you know, it's not like a okay. I'm excited to see her grow. Like there was really, I mean, obviously you're excited for that, but it was not one of those like, you know, It's it's like this is
0: good because this is good for your first movie. This is a this is good because they're good. Which a lot of the kings was are the kings actually good, or are they just better than kings teams have been previously? No, Mm -hmm. they're actually just good. They're just a good team, and I think Lady Bird kind of had the same reputation. So, yeah, no, that's in Sacramento. I, even, I can't name another movie set in Sacramento. Um, I almost I, said Zodiac, but that's Santa Fran. Yeah, yeah. I doubt you can too, because it's not a popular city. So I feel like I, I kind of had to do it. Uh, yeah. Next, the Golden State Warriors are Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Because okay, okay. Do they're, explain, still, do explain. they're still there. This is still a movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, directed by Quentin Tarantino. It's got all the elements to get you in the theater but you also know that it's not 1995 anymore and that this is probably not going to be as good as Pulp Fiction or Inglorious Bastards or Kill Bill. And that's fine because it doesn't have to be because now everything from here on out is gravy. Quentin Tarantino has made his classics. The Golden State Warriors have won their titles. They had the last big one last year. They proved it again. They can go a different step. They can change pace. They can do this. They can win. Everything from here on out is just adding to the legacy. But even if they lose to the Kings in seven in the first round, I don't think it negatively impacts anybody's career. I don't think people are looking back saying, oh, 35 year old Steph Curry couldn't get it done against this Kings team, even though he's going to end this series probably averaging over 34 points a game and shooting, you know, 50. 50- percent from the field right and, and that's the same thing i like once upon a time in hollywood i like this warriors team i think he can go far but even if this team ends up being a little disappointing and even if that movie ended up being a little disappointing i'm not going to go all right quentin tarantino's overrated no because he's given us six bangers leading up to this so it doesn't matter if the mm-hmm. seventh one is not the best right so i think it's the same thing and the warriors have already won their titles they're kind of on the downward end which is Tarantino has been very open about he's only making 10 films, and that was his ninth film. You know he's kind of entering the twilight, which the Warriors are entering. They're not going to be young forever. Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, all of these guys are going to be entering the back half of their careers. Draymond more rapidly than anybody else. But they still can make good stuff. It's not prime Leo either. We're kind of entering a a different era of Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not the heartthrob anymore. People still love him. Mm -hmm. Same thing. With, with Clay Thompson and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt went from, is he the hottest leading man to, no, he's just a really attractive character actor. He's a great second string and we need to put him in roles to succeed. And that's where he's been the best. And he had his, in, Clay had his Inglorious Bastards. I scored 37 points in a quarter with Tarantino. Now mm. we're moving on to, I'm, I'm second to Leo in this movie, but you like me, you like watching me. You like seeing what I'm doing. So, that's where I get it. Dog, you were nervous about these?
1: I yeah. These, these have been kind of these have been like fire, dog.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I was a little worried. Some of them I this one's one of the good ones. I think this one was one of the ones I was more confident in than some of the others. Yeah. This was actually the first one I thought of.
1: Well, it makes sense. You just watched this game, you know, it's at your team, so Yeah. No, I really like that. Um and it's true, you know, like even thinking about this Quentin Tarantino may go out big with this 10th film. Warriors could sneak another championship. You just like, never know. Like if Jordan Poole has another, another, like, okay, let's get back. This year. Wasn't as good being this year. Um, maybe some of their rookies develop a little better. Um, mm-hmm. even they, they pick a guy and they, and he develops like Curry's still going to be Curry. Um, and they could sneak, they could sneak another championship. And, um, you know, if it's this year, who knows? Uh, maybe not, but no, I I like that. And uh that Curry, Leo, Thompson, Pitt, that, that that works out well. Um, bro, I'm just not seeing Clay was plus twenty-two on the floor. Clay today. was nuts it, today. That's insane.
0: Clay was great today. He really was. We needed him to be too, because we well, have yeah,
1: Poole with twenty-two, Thompson with twenty-six, curry with thirty-two. And then you had Darren Fox with 38 and Murray, Keegan Murray with 23, which he's kind of had a rough series. He's been, I think, just rookie. Yeah, this was nervous. the first
0: game. This was the first game he really came on and did something and
1: special. And he, he hit five threes today. And then if Sabonis had 14, which is a power forward, I mean, 14 points, that's pretty good. So it's, there's like, with this. I feel like with this series, there's like two or three just stars on each team that shine and are good at what they do. And mm-hmm. then everybody else kind of fills in the way they need to. But um, it's been an entertaining series. And, I mean, just kind of, like you said, looking at what we're seeing now, like this might be one of the more entertaining first round um, series, maybe with Lakers, Grizzlies, just with all the, the drama and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. no, it's, it's been a really, really fun series.
0: And here's the weirdest comparison I'm going to make, and then we're going to move on. And, and Kavon Looney is Margot Robbie <laughs> in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know why? Because you absolutely need that character to be there to add light and brevity. And you absolutely need Kevin Looney to be in the paint because if he's not there, the Warriors are getting chewed up on the glass. They're getting chewed up on the defensive end. He's crucial, crucial, mm-hmm. but he's not going to get the respect because he's not. he's got the two headliners above him. A lot of people forget that Margot Robbie is maybe the best performance in this, in this film in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's fantastic in it, mm-hmm. just, just ridiculous. But people are always going to list Leo and Brad first and probably rightfully so because of what those two have done previously, uh, which is Steph and Clay, And I'm not making the argument that Kavon Looney is better than either one of those players, but I am making the argument that he is, he is the third most important guy, maybe even second. You could maybe even put him above Clay Thompson at this point. Second, most important guy to the Warriors success outside of Steph. Seriously.
1: Well, but now I have a question for you though. As a, as a sports reporter, as a sports analyst, Who's winning this
0: series? I'm not gonna pick against my team. Um, uh, it's at
1: I, Sacramento at Golden at State Warriors at Sacramento, they at Sacramento. again. They, they have they to steal up. one away.
0: That's I game five is gone. If they can, I mean, if they, they win game five, if they win game five, I think the series is over. If the Warriors win game five, I think it's over. But if they can that's three in a row. Close, if they can play close but not give it away, they've given away a couple of games in Sacramento. They gave away the game that Draymond got kicked out of them. They were right in that game, and they gave it away at the end. If they cannot give a game away, if they just get beat by the Kings because the Kings are playing better but they stay close, then I will think this team can win. But if they go out and lay a goose egg in Game 5, if they get beat by double digits in Game 5, I think the series is over. I don't think that they're going to... Mm-hmm. They've just been so bad on the road. I just don't know yeah. why. They just, they just yeah. can't get Well, on. Steve Kerr doesn't even know either,
1: but... Yeah. Game one, they lost by three. Game two, they lost by eight. Draymond got ejected. So it's like, it feels like they've been close.
0: Yeah, but... they're right there. They're right there. Yeah. They just haven't been able to pull one out. They need to see one go through. So,
1: yeah, I think Warriors went but... too. more experienced. They've been there and they got momentum and facing a young team who maybe doesn't know how to handle that kind of adversity yet. So. Yeah,
0: the, the punch back. It's, it's, it'll be interesting to see how the Kings respond at home. But I think that crowd is going to be insane the insane yeah it's yeah. going to be it's going to be ridiculous all right last try to keep this podcast under an hour and a half last suns clippers the suns are ocean's 13 not ocean's 11 or 12 but 13 you know why because it's chris paul and kevin durant but and it's the ocean's franchise and you're excited about it and it's going to be good but you're kind of looking at it like God, shouldn't you guys be better like shouldn't this be better oceans 13 is an entertaining film it's pretty good but it's not oceans 11 and it doesn't recapture the magic and you're there's just a party that's going ah, ah yeah but i don't know if we can do it i don't know if you can run this back and it's gonna work and it, it it does for the most part but it also doesn't and i think that's the same way i kind of feel about the suns right now they're getting a lot of help from an injury in this series, Kawhi Leonard just being a wall and ha- being out indefinitely with a right knee injury means they're going to win this series pretty easily. But they, I just feel like they should be playing better. I feel like a team with Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker should be playing better. And I felt like a dr- Steven Soderbergh-directed movie, Ocean 13, the finale to this trilogy, with George Clooney and Brad Pitt and Matt Damon should be better. And it, it just wasn't, you know? And, and that's kind of how I feel about the Suns. This, I think, is maybe my weakest comparison. This one was the one I could not figure out how to do. But, yeah. No, I mean, I like that. There's expectations.
1: There there are pretty realistic expectations. It's not anything out of this world, not unrealistic for the movie. All right, it's the final one. The first two have been pretty good. The first one's very good. Let's in mm-hmm. it on a bang. Let's put our resources. Let's put our time into this third one. Let's make sure it's good. Got a lot of the same pieces.
0: And you brought Sons. in Al Pacino. You brought in Al Pacino as the villain in the end, and you think, okay, that's it. That's the final piece. We're golden. Sons and brought like in Kevin Sons,
1: Durant. It's like, all right, we've made. We've. I mean, we've we lost the you know finals in the play in the uh, bubble, right? They lost the Lakers in the bubble, didn't they? No, that was Heat. No, they, they lost. lost
0: to they the they lost to the they lost to the Bucks. They didn't make the finals. And that's bubble. right. That's right. So it's like, okay, we've made the finals.
1: Surely, I Kevin Durant, like if we've made it without Kevin Durant and this the really versatile versatile and just special player that Kevin Durant is, surely that will elevate us enough, and it's just like, okay, you know that's I think that's the kind of the response you get. It's like, okay, yeah, that okay, so no i I like that, although you
0: know, I guess the devil's advocate is they are up three one, um yeah, absolutely, but you'll hear why in a second. So okay. The, okay. the Los Angeles Clippers are Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? What? That doesn't make any sense. You know how you love Indiana Jones movies? And you're like, Bax. these are great. Even Temple of Doom, which is not great, is still like, oh, it's Indiana Jones. But, but it just doesn't work, really. There's just the CGI aliens, Shia LaBeouf part just doesn't work, even though it's got the pieces. This team mm-hmm. has Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and yet they're going to lose in the first round I just because because Kawhi Leonard can't get it together and you just can't do it and unfortunately for a while and maybe there's going to be a bounce back I'm kind of predicting here that was Steven Spielberg for a little bit where you just kept looking at Steven Spielberg's movies and you're like dude what the heck are you doing like you're Steven Spielberg figure it out and that's what this is Indiana Jones 4 is like the what are you doing come on like this is not good Steve like you know it's not good. And that's the way this Clippers team is, because they were built to compete. They're built to succeed. Then and they should, but this nagging thing and this Kawhi Leonard going out, and it's like having old Indiana Jones on your team. It's just not reliable. And maybe you're gonna get a reboot with with Dial of Destiny. Maybe they'll maybe they'll get to turn back the clock and have one final run with Kawhi. But they load manage the guy all season for him to just have another nagging injury, show back up in the playoffs, and he's out again. And he's so fragile. And he yeah, he'll always have those Spurs championships. You know, he'll yeah. he'll have the Spurs championship and he'll have the Toronto Championship and the finals MVPs, you know, and for a second, for for a month, for maybe even a calendar year, he was the best player in the league. But it's not coming back. So yeah. and that's and that's they're in a
1: tough nice. spot too, with Paul George being hurt. Do we know is he done or is, is he gonna be back? I think he's done. Let me look it up. I mean, it goes crazy as Russell Westbrook scored 37, shot the ball 29 times, and they lost. He was minus eight on the court. And he's playing not bad. He's 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 pretty good, actually. Um Yeah, they're yet- actually using him for I feel like what he's good for. I feel like the Lakers were trying to put him somewhere that he just
0: was paul george succeed. is the same he's got a knee sprain it's day-to-day they don't know interesting yeah that's tough yeah because you like got the pieces it's like what do you it's like it's just so on. disappointing you you go yeah. in you show up for an indiana jones movie and you just you're like this sucks why this shouldn't suck uh, look at the names on the cast list and look at look at the director yeah. this should be good <laughs> The movie yeah. has kate blanchett in it for god's sakes why, I forgot why about that,
1: and so I re-watched it. I'm like, wait, that's Kate shit, bro. Yeah,
0: you're like, this should be good, and it's, it's, it's just not. It's not. It's not even a little bit good, too. It's, it's, it's like the whole time you're watching it, you're like, golly, I just can't believe. And Russell Westbrook, it, he's not comparable to the career of Shia LaBeouf. But watching Russell Westbrook shoot the ball 29 times in a game is kind of like watching Shia LaBeouf be the second lead of a film.
1: Mm. You're like, ugh.
0: I didn't want this. Nobody wanted this. This is bad.
1: So you're saying we went... Marcus, you're saying Marcus Morris Senior is Kate
0: Blanchett? No, I'm saying Marcus Morris Senior is <laughs> is the the Beatles that that eat the Nazis in oh, the, that very traumatic scene. Yeah, that's. Bro, it. I hate that scene. Yeah, I don't know.
1: So Suns Suns are probably winning this three yeah. one. If they're playing at Clippers home are, tomorrow Clippers night,
0: Clippers are cooked. You can stick a fork in them. They're done. Yeah. Jeez. All right,
1: so what? N- N- Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, Warriors, and then Heat, Knicks, Celtics,
0: yep. 76ers? Yep. Who do you think's making it out of the West? Um. Honestly, I know... Ooh,
1: bro. I think it's between the Nuggets and the Suns. It's okay. fun watching the Warriors. I just... They just got a lot to, they got they got they need a lot kinda of I feel like to go in their favor. I feel like it's another like it's not as bad, but Steph needs to Steph needs to be able to you score drop, more yeah. than twenty seven, you know, and every night, yeah. Yeah. Um no, I get it, I get it. I think Suns I think they can I think they can overcome the Nuggets. Um and then they obviously play the Lakers or the Warriors. Um but I think we we talk about this. Maybe it starts to click, right? It's like, what's what's going on with this? Um, but we might get a little Ocean's Eleven kind of visions of okay.
0: They might like, come back, right?
1: Yeah, we're seeing this. Like they they got the guys, and so I, I'm I'm gonna do Suns. I think the Suns represent the West.
0: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I think it's the Warriors because I'm a Homer. And I'm not gonna pick it. I genuinely do believe though, if the Warriors can beat this. Um, this Kings team, uh, I, I don't see them having a problem with the Lakers in the next round or or really the Grizzlies. I think either one they can beat. And then it would be come down to Suns or Nuggets. Um, and that's gonna be tough. I think they could beat the Nuggets. And honestly, either. I think that's where they would lose. I think they could beat the Lakers or Grizzlies too. Yeah, I think they could beat the Nuggets. I don't know about the Suns. The Kevin Durant piece is weird, but also you have the Kevin Durant injury thing that could be lingering. What I am confident in though is that if they do get in a series with the Suns, who is going to guard Steph? Because it damn sure isn't Chris Paul. And the Suns don't have a bench. The Suns have the same kind of weakness the Cavs have. They're just better up top. They don't have a bench. And the Warriors do have a bench. And so that would be a problem for them. But they have to make it there first. But I think that would be the advantage and that maybe they could overwhelm them. But you also got to count on... Kevin Durant is going to have one of those like holy crap Kevin Durant just scored forty three points um, and could hit any seventeen footer he wanted all night. This is ridiculous, and that'll probably yeah. happen. And I think he'll have extra juice playing the Warriors in the series too, if that ha- mm. if it comes to that, because mm-hmm. he's going to want to beat them. He's going to want to beat Draymond especially. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's
1: kind of funny because that'd be a five six matchup in the in the conference championship
0: of that of the West. That'd be insane. But it might I mean it might just that might just be the best, well, it'd be four six, but yeah, that might just be the best, oh yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. the best day. again, the seeding this year is all out of whack and the and the it west is. is the west is so wide open, so all right, east,, well, I guess we
1: talked about we we both agreed Celtics, right,
0: yeah, do you wanna give a finals prediction, do you think the champion's so, gonna be
1: so I have Celtic Suns and you have Celtics warriors,
0: yep. Hmm. You go first. Celtics, Warriors shouldn't have really even won that title last year. I, 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 got I like I really feel like we escaped that with the skin of our teeth. And so I think that the Celtics, like they were primed last year. I think they're even more primed this year, and I think they can do it. So it's okay. You got the ring though, bruh. It's That's like true. whoa. It's true. Hey. Banners fly forever. Yeah.
1: yeah. Honestly, I I like the Celtics. They've. Not being even 100%, which helps them. I know. And, they, and it helps also them playing the team like the Hawks, which are the Hawks the worst team in this entire playoffs?
0: No, because the Timberwolves are there, but they're close.
1: Yeah, they're close. Um, I mean, you get through the 76ers with Embiid, and then it's like you got the Heat, who, you know, can get on a hot street, can get on fire. <laughs> uh, or the Knicks, who are, again, feeling momentum, but ultimately you can out you out talent them in every capacity so it's like yeah get to the finals game and then just got to outplay the suns or the warriors so yeah Yeah. that was actually really fun i'm impressed yeah Yeah. this has kind of been
0: we can do this during the nfl season and we'll just both pick a conference or something yeah
1: yeah you did a lot of work for this this week i was simply a, a, a response guy i was responding but uh yeah. No, that was well, good.
0: Well, I should say that it was work I did voluntarily because I'm the one that came up with the idea that I do it all. That's just... true. That's true. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, we're rolling. Anything else before I close this bad boy
0: up? Um, no, no, I think don't me.
1: watch Avatar: The Last Airbender.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Save yourself some time. Watch Scarface though. Yeah, do 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 that. That's a good movie. But uh. Do-do. This has been,
1: uh, I don't know what episode this has been at this point. We've done so many. But it has been What Do You Want to Watch? Nathan and David chatting it up. We've been talking about it. You have been listening to it. Have a wonderful week.
0: Bye.